This podcast brought to you by Hope 103.2. Well, it's always such a privilege to get to speak with such an amazing man, the frontman of such an amazing group, Anne Boleyn. Stephen Christian, a very good something to you because it's my morning, your evening. It all gets very confusing, but how are you? I'm wonderful. Doing really, really well. I'm here in Nashville, Tennessee. I have a few days off and then head down to Florida to start rehearsals for a week and then head to Australia. Oh, fantastic. I've got to say, it's pretty exciting for your fans when on your news feed of your website, you write Australia and it's got an exclamation mark. And then we read Australia again with three exclamation marks. Can we assume that you like Australia? Oh, <laughs> uh, you're okay. No, I would love <laughs> Australia. Yeah, we're pretty, we're pretty infatuated with it. What it'll it- be our 10th time, uh, 10th time in Australia. Wow, and you don't mind the long-haul flight and all that kind of stuff, or you just kind of put up with it? Uh, you, you know, you get used to it, I mean, and it's worth it, you know, when you get down there and, and, and play those kind of shows with those incredible crowds, it's totally worth it. You don't even, I don't even think about it. I mean, I don't <laughs> even think about long flights, so, yep. Obviously, you guys have to do lots of touring and, you know, you t- travel around the world as well, doing those long flights. I know for songwriters, sometimes songs can pop in your head at random times. Have you ever penned a song while on a plane? Absolutely. Not not pen the whole thing, but a couple of lines here and there. Um, absolutely. Um, yeah, so it's just, it, you know, the thing about creativity is that you have no idea when it's going to hit. <laughs> it's not like you can calculate it to put a formula you know, you can't you can't clock in at an office and just it just hits you. So yes, absolutely, plane rides um, have spawned a lot of lyrics. Just because you have a lot of free time and you can just listen to music, you can just relax and sit back and let your mind water wander, and then suddenly there's a lyric and or there's a song idea. So what do you do in that moment? Like, do you just quickly like sing like a lyric into your smartphone to record it? Like, what would you do in that situation? Yeah, I mean, I used to, because uh, back in my day, we didn't always have phones. Uh, <laughs> my <laughs> you know, day. I would just take out my, my journal and I would just <laughs> type it out or, or you know, like, uh, and then, then when phones came around, you know, they have like really uh, pretty, pretty just easy uh, recording devices. So now it's just really easy to be able to just lay something down in the middle of a, in the middle of a plane. Yeah, that's cool. I was just going to say, you did say my day, and you're only 33. You're not that old. (laughs) (laughs) I know, but it's so funny to think about a world without cell phones, you know? Mm. Like, we all, you know, growing up, we didn't have a cell phone, you know? So it's just just crazy. And if you did, it was the size of a brick anyway, and it didn't do much apart from ring. That's very true, very true. <laughs> well, um, you you know, you did some acoustic shows between your albums, Dark is a Way, Light is a Place, to now Vital, which, man, you guys turned up to 11. How was that experience, taking your songs and kind of pulling them back a bit? It was incredible. One of my favourite things that we've ever done, just to, you know, it was just the, the, the fan reaction was unbelievable. Mm. And uh, it was just good. You know, we had heard a long time ago, someone told us when it comes to songwriting, if if you can't transpose it to an acoustic guitar, then it's not worth writing. You know what they're saying is just wow. if you're if you're going to add so many bells and whistles and all these special effects and put all these things on there, and it's unrecognizable if you play it on acoustic guitar, it's just not really music. So I thought that was was kind of we took that as kind of a challenge, just to you know you know uh, just make our songs to where we can you know if we ever felt like playing them acoustic, like we could and. And uh, and so it was just really cool to be able to, and a unique experience for us, a growing a growing experience for us to be able to, to challenge ourselves into writing uh, rewriting our music 
uh, kind of in this way. Yeah, for sure. I mean, with your latest album, Vital, I mean, you guys turn it up to 11, as I said. I mean, have you tried doing those ones acoustically and has it worked for you? Yeah, we did a few. Uh, we did Self Starter. We did uh, Someone, Anyone, uh, Innocent. So, yeah, we took some of those songs and kind of transposed those as well. Uh, it was really exciting because, I mean, we didn't stick with a regular formula. You know, we didn't mm. want to just make it sound like an MTV Unplugged. We wanted to make it like... <laughs> You know, add in some, uh, you know, add in some keyboards, add in some drums, add in, you know, like just different stuff that's not even in the song, just to kind of make it unique. Um, like I said earlier, it was just, it's really, um, it was really challenging for us as musicians, just because, you know, a lot of times you just get stuck in the rut of playing your same songs over and over and over in the same exact style. Yeah. Well, here, you know, we have two acoustic guitars to work with. And go, you know, and so like that was really fun for us, you know, because, um, you know, besides songwriting, um, there's just not a lot to challenge, challenge us as musicians. And uh, this was one of those things. That's very cool. Speaking of cool, Vital, I mean, my goodness, that album has been given such a rap from, uh, you know, people reviewing that. I mean, some people saying that, you know, this is your career-defining record. Others are saying that you guys have found your utopia in your sound. I mean, how do you respond to, you know, some of those kind of amazing reviews of Vital? It was, oh, man, it was such a, a breath of fresh air for us to, to you know, to hear to hear fans just, you know, saying that this is their favorite record or this is the best record we've ever put out, which is so humbling. It was just like, that's, that's so, so great, especially when you've been a band for 10 years. Yeah. You just don't want to believe, you just don't want the best of your works behind you. You know, we don't, you don't want to, uh, you know, live off the glory years. You want to, you want to believe in your heart that you still have more, you still have better or... Uh, and so when we heard that, when we heard, when we got all the reviews back and it was like the best reviewed and, you know, our, our fans loved it the most. I mean, that's just, that's just, a, you know, kind of a pat on the back saying, listen, you know, we don't mind you being around for a few more years. And, and that's really cool. Uh, it was, it was, a it was a really magical moment when that record came out. Why, why do you think it was so well received? Like why, why was there such a shift? Do you think with the people just going crazy for this? Well, I think that, you know, with uh man I, it's, it's it's a long long i mean story to to actually tell all of it i mean it starts with the fact that like you know we've like i said we've been a band for 10 years and i think that it's just uh it's just a it's all the accumulated years and people that we've met along the way that have taught us like how to entertain how to songwrite how to uh you know create a chorus how to you know, play our instruments, all the above, you know? I mean, we learned so much from Neil Avron, who did New Serenity. We learned so much from Brennan O'Brien, the producer of Dark is the Way. And so I think that we just gathered ever, all the, everything that we had been taught throughout the years and put it down on one record. And for us, that was huge. I mean, that was a big, um, a big moment for us. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it, it's all the above. Now, when playing to a show, especially playing, you know, stuff from this new album, what it, what is it that the fans are going crazy for? Um, I, I see the most like just crowd interaction with the the song "Someone Anyone." I mean, when we sat down to write this record, we talked about this being the most like passionate, energetic, high energy record we've ever put out, and I think we succeeded in that. And I think I think the fans kind of responded to that. They want they they love the electricity. They lo- they want that feeling of like 
uh, you know, tension in the room when we take the stage and everybody just screaming their lungs out. Mm. Uh, and I think that that kind of like uh, shows through on this record. When they hear it, they could just picture themselves just screaming along and then when they get to the show, it's just this, this fever pitch. Yeah, amazing. I mean, you guys, you know, it is the sound, but obviously, you know, especially for you as a songwriter, there's so much more depth to, you know, just being the sound. You've also got these lyrics and messages backing it up. What would you say the main message and some of the stories that you're sharing in Vital are? Oh, man. I mean, I think there's several. I mean, one is about peaceful uh, peaceful revolutions, um, you know, on songs like Someone, Anyone, uh, where it's, it's just about the whole Arab Spring and what happened in our world as far as, you know, we watched as governments rose and fell and, mm. and all because of, of, of peaceful demonstrators. And I, I thought that was a huge moment for us as a, as a, as a civilization, mm. you know, that, that, you know, it must have been how people, you know, watched Martin Luther King Jr. as a civil rights in America or how, you know, when Gandhi defeated the British by not even lifting a finger, you know, like... Like those are huge defining moments, and and to watch that transpire in our in our lifetime was was huge to me. And then you have stuff like Innocent, where um, I, it was a song about how that you know my grandfather passing away, and and just how important he was. And it was that that you know everything that I wanted to say to him before he passed away, and I didn't never I never had the chance to. So I wrote a song about it. I mean, so it's about I mean the, the vinyl is just about life, and it's about all our lives. It's not just mine. I don't. I try not to make it so specific to me that I, you know, that I kind of leave people out and make them feel like they're outsiders. You know, I mean, this is just about our life and our world and our and things that are going to happen to each one of us. Yeah. Wow. I mean, you mentioned a moment ago you guys have been together for over ten years, and again, you, you like you you seem to just be keeping improving. Like when when it comes to reflecting, I guess, on your songwriting and stuff like that, what's been the big change for you in 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 I guess that shift? Have you seen much of a change? Um, in the way that you process and, and write your songs? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, for me personally, I can't, I can't speak for everybody, but for me personally, I think it's just more that I need to be just honest and blatantly honest. It's not about kind of hiding around uh, behind ambiguous words or hiding around, uh, you know, big central themes or, or, or choruses. You know, it's not about that. It's about just, like, people, re- when people can relate and people think that you're being absolutely honest and your heart's on your sleeve and your chest is wide open for the world to see, there's something that, that connects with people. And they, that's what they want. And I think that's why they've loved Amberlynn all these years, that we don't feel like we're trying to write a course just to sell a million records. Mm. We're trying to tell you how life really is and what's happening in our world. And, and, uh, and I think what's happening in our world is happening in their world. And so... You know, we can write a lot more catchy choruses, but but the but you know, if you take, for instance, just pop music today, and you listen to the radio, you know, you really there's no connection. You don't feel it. There's no deeper. It's just, hey, I want to party. Well, great, we all want to party, but then <laughs> then what? You know, like you're not gonna you're not gonna remember these songs in 50 years. You know, mm. but what you're gonna remember is those those songs that you had an absolute connection to. You know, whether it's a memory or whether you can absolutely relate to that song. Just all that, and and that's kind of what, um, kind of what I aim for is just being a little more like, just brutally honest. And if that means, you know, telling ev- the whole world my failures, then so be it. You know, we all fail. So here it is. And if you don't like it, <laughs> that's okay. You know, <laughs> we're all going to go through it at one point or another. Absolutely. Is there a particular song that you would say is the most honest song for you? 
I mean, there's a few. I mean, a few that I just, after writing them, I just sat back and was just like, oh, that hurt. Like, that's bad. I don't even want to put that out. But wow. I think, you know, the one that when, when you said it, like, right off the bat, I think um, down off uh, Dark is the Way, Light is the Place. And mm. it's just about, it's just basically, like, reassessing, my, you know, my life at that moment when I wrote the song. Mm. And uh, just just kind of, and that was just one of those songs that just hurt. It was just like, you know, after after I got done recording and we were listening to it in the studio, I was kind of like, oh, I don't know if I want to sit and put this out. You know, I just, I just, I feel like I just gave a little more of myself, you know, and just uh, in a, in kind of a way that just might scare people off. So that's one of those songs that was, that was really hard to let go. Well, we love your honesty with your music. We love the sound of your music. And we're so looking forward to having you back in the country as, uh, I guess, your second home. Like, you're definitely a citizen in our eyes. But I guess, you know, you're going to have stacks of fans show up because they know how amazing you are. But for those, I guess, who are listening now who, you know, have never been to one of your shows, why should they get along and see you guys? Man, I don't know. Because they haven't had the best night of their life yet. Oh. You know, so. <laughs> Step, st- I love it. That's it. In a nutshell, <laughs> <laughs> Stevie Christian. It's always yeah. a pleasure catching up with you again. Thanks for the music, and uh, can't wait to see you guys out here very soon. Great. Okay, we'll see you soon. Take care. Thanks for listening. Start your day with life words. Subscribe to Hope 1032's free daily email devotional at hope1032.com.au.